Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. You guys got spoiled, huh? I was doing one or two episodes a day every day for like a long time. And now it's been a week. I was in Texas filming, uh, doing a shoot, and get the word out for our new clothing line, 1099 Apparel. Visit us on Instagram at 1099apparel or online at 1099apparel.com. Um, our first drop will be coming very, very soon. We got some great gear. It's for entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. So, you know, I'm I'm, uh, I'm excited. We got some cool stuff. We got some cool, like, we got, like, a real sad-looking bird with an umbrella in the rain, and it says on his briefcase, 9 to 5 is for the birds. <laughs> Uh, like funny stuff like that. We got Scarface and uh, we got some cool uh, you know, Tony Montana. We got some cool uh, shirts and stuff like that. So we did that this weekend. And uh, yeah, man, it's uh, I had a blast down in Texas. My boy Tyler. Uh, we we had staff come out too. Flew staff out the partner for the uh, staffing company. I met some great great people. Made some new friends. It's just different in the South. You know, those are my people. I was talking to my wife last night. You know, there's like a there's like a darkness to people up in the Northeast. You know what I mean? That that you don't find uh, down that way. I don't know if it's the difference of the amount of sunlight people get. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, down in Texas, people are just different, man. Way more hospitable. Way more friendly. I know you have screwballs in every state, but um, my experience was on average uh, people down there and I've been in, in the Northeast New York New Hampshire New England Maine Africa, my whole life you know what I mean so I feel like on average people up this way are a little little meaner you know what I mean there's a little bit more of a mean dark streak in people uh, than you see down down south but that's just my experience but anyways I need somebody to interpret a dream. <laughs> I was just telling, we got my uh, sister-in-law, Vienna, over the house seeing the baby for the first time, and Jeremiah and Geneva were all sitting there this morning around breakfast. I had the weirdest dream last night. It's Foo Fighters concert. I accidentally brought my gun, so I had it, like, in the pocket of my shorts. It was, like, falling out. I was trying to hide it, and then I was in an Uber, and the guy told me to reach under my seat. There's 50000 cash, and he said, we need to make somebody look like they died tonight, like you need to, like, fake your death. I'm like, dude, 50 G's. <laughs> like, multiply that by a thousand, and I will. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, and then I had to go to their house and hide behind their couch. I don't know. I had some weird, weird dreams that are just sticking with me this morning for some reason. But anyways, I didn't want to talk to you about my dreams. I uh, did want to fill you in on the what's happening in my life the past couple of weeks, or past week, rather. It feels like a couple of weeks because it's been so busy. And, uh... I guess my message to you today is to take risks. Take risks, man. Don't be afraid to put your neck out there. I don't, I don't think that you can really do many things that are special uh, in life without taking risks. You know, when we when we launch this clothing line, a lot of time, energy, and effort has gone into it. It could be a success or it could be a total flop. That's just the nature of the beast. You know, I took a big risk on my staffing company and it turned out to be a massive success. It also could have flopped, you know? So you need to get comfortable with taking risks. You need to be comfortable with it. And here's the thing. It's not even be comfortable. You need to just force yourself to do it anyways because you're never going to be comfortable. There's no point in time 
where risk-taking will ever feel completely comfortable. You'll get more used to it over time, but there's always an element of fear and anxiety. There's always an element of going into the unknown. There's always an element of the what-ifs, you know what I mean? And you got to push through that stuff and go through it for it anyways. I think so many people live mediocre lives and die mediocre deaths because they are so adverse to taking risk. I mean, you just see everybody's behavior is just so risk adverse. And it's funny because they choose other behaviors that like long term are going to have really negative effects on them. So it's like typically like, I guess this is more avoiding discomfort. But the more that you avoid discomfort, the more like long-term suffering is going to occur. So like when you avoid short-term suffering, you're just building an account with a lot of long-term suffering. You know, you neglect your health because it's easier to stay at home and not go to the gym and eat fast food. You know, you day one to day 100 to day 1,000, there might be no negative effects other than some weight gain. But day 2,000, day 2,500, there could be a diagnosis. There could be a, a major health event like a heart attack or a stroke. So anytime you avoid temporary discomfort, you're just building an account. I want you to think about building an account with long-term discomfort. And there's, there's a high interest rate in that account. There's a very high interest rate in that account. So where it's like, oh, it's no big deal if I have some burgers. And then that just happens every day forever. Well, every day that one action of eating that burger is no big deal, but you're just adding another burger to the account with 50% interest. At some point, the scale's gonna tip. It's the same thing with your financial decisions. It's the same thing for your relationship, going to bed angry at each other one night, no big deal. Two nights in a row, nah, that, you know, it's just another night. Three nights in a row, just another night. Four nights in a row, just another night. Now you guys are hardly talking at all. And then before you know it, you're saying the D word, divorce. And then before you know it, <clears throat> you're in court fighting over things and kids, and ripping your children's lives apart. There's no excuse for divorce, by the way. I find that utterly reprehensible. Um, but I know that it happens. I know that it happens to people. And I know people make mistakes. I make mistakes that I find utterly reprehensible. You know, so I'm not dogging anybody. I'm just telling you, if you're in a marriage right now and things are tough or a relationship right now and things are tough, my encouragement to you is to push through it. Push through it. But anyways, rewinding back to risk-taking, all the best things in my life have come from taking risk. You know, my 10-year career in the life insurance business came with me just responding to a Craigslist ad and going to an interview that I was a little suspicious of. You know what I mean? Risk-taking. I had to sell my Xbox to pay for my life insurance test. Risk-taking, you know? So, I don't know. I just think people got to take more risks. And how do you get good at taking risks? You just do it. Now, I'm not saying take stupid risks. I'm not saying run a yellow light. You know, in front of a cop. I'm not saying stuff like that. I'm saying like calculated risk. There's a big difference between uncalculated and calculated risk. Calculated risk, you know exactly to some degree what the pitfalls are, what the shortcomings are. You know to some degree what the upswing is. You know what the benefit is to taking that risk. And 
calculated risk taking for me is when the potential upswing is 10 times better than any negative effect. So it's like, all right, I might lose 50 grand, but I could make 5 million. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm talking about. 100 times more. Sorry. 100 times more, not 10 times more. 100 times more. It's like my mental, uh, it's like my mental trigger point for risk taking. You know what I mean? You know, you go up to, you see some girl at the bar, obviously not me, I'm married, but you see some girl at the bar, absolute smoke show, worst thing she could say is no, best thing you end up married with kids, 100 times better, 100 times better than just her saying no, you know what I'm saying, so it's like, go out there and take the risks, man, go out there and do it, stop being a little soft, little sissy boy and girl, and go out there and be risky. You know what I mean? Just make sure you make calculated risk, calculated decisions, uh, and you'll thank me for it. All right. I love you guys. Let's get it. I'll talk to you soon.